Hello and welcome back. This is episode 57 of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense. Feels good to be back. Uh, it's been about, you know, I think five or six months since our last episode. Um, life's been busy. We've been, uh, you know, busy dropping new singles and um, going on tour and planning tours and planning singles and studio time. So feels good to be able to just sit back now and um, you know, really look at all the work that we've done over the past year and, um, you know, all the guests that we've had on and, and all the amazing people we've got to meet on the road and at shows and, um, you know, on this podcast. So thank you very much for everybody for being a part of that. So this episode is with George Powell of Poeta. He's somebody that I've recently come very, very good friends with over the past year. And he's, um, you know, helped what makes sense more than I could ever ask for. Um, and so I'm, I'm truly grateful to call him a friend. I'm truly grateful to call him a mentor and somebody I look up to and, you know, social media guru. He's one of the smartest guys behind an iPhone I've ever seen. So I think it's a perfect time to drop right into this episode. Let's start it hot. We've got a new format this year, so I hope everybody enjoys it. would love to hear feedback. Um, before we get into the episode, if you'd like to leave us a rating, there's now the option to do that on Spotify on uh, ios i know also in apple Podcasts, there's also an opportunity to leave a rating there so without further ado this is george powell of poeta in the limelight podcast enjoy the episode and we'll see you in a month that's right the band's name is what makes sense i think now would be a good opportunity to just get into uh sort of our three questions of the um of the podcast and um this is something I, I think I want to do carrying on through these episodes of like the quote unquote new season. Um, maybe they'll mm -hmm. change. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But I think it's just good conversational pieces to start up. So this can apply to both the podcast and both the um, and both, you know, your involvement with Poeta. So oh, okay. why sh why should people listen to you? Ooh, fuck! That's a good question. Oh, can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah. You knew <laughs> okay, that. Okay, <laughs> I can curse on this. Why should we? Why should people listen to Poeta um, or the podcast? I'll start off with the podcast. Why okay. you should listen to the podcast is because I genuinely take a lot of time and effort to get to know these people off the record, and when I bring them into conversation, I try to find the best way to have them express themselves with. Uh, personal interests or like what we're talking about in general um, with, you know, releasing music or trying to put together a campaign um, and uh, as well as like trying to push the underground scene. My, my biggest passion right now and it has been for a while, but now that I found a niche on TikTok is correlating everything to trying to get the bigger bands to hear the little bands and to have them talk about it. Um, we're going to be doing segments like that very soon. So that's that's something I just totally love what is, about what we do I, over there. One of the things that um, I always keep in sort of the back of my mind, not to be cheesy, but I think it was like your Twitter bio, and it was like, what was it, Cultivate Culture or something along the lines of that? Uh, create Culture. Create Culture, yeah. And that's exactly what you're doing. Like, you're somebody who, like, puts something actually inspirational in their bio and, and like, 100% lives up to it in that, you know, you are connecting all of these individuals together and, you know, and letting people know about, you know, 
oh, well, when I was interviewing this person, like, you know, what we're talking about right now reminded me of what we were discussing then. And, you know, you're maybe making somebody aware of, you know, a group that they hadn't previously been aware of. And um, I think that's fantastic is uh, but yeah, that's something that I always keep sort of in the back of my mind is like, um, you know, really like build a scene. Like it's it's not just like oh we're Seriously. musicians like you can go go your own and you know do this yourself like you can't. Um, and it's nice to have friends in different cities. I guess that's that's my point. Yeah. But I'll I'll let you continue again. But and then on the poetic side, if you're a fan of Coheed and Cambria, Save and Sake, Circus Survive, um, story so far, you should listen music. to our music because we're good. You should listen. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. If you like music. You should listen to Poeta, and don't be a dick. Just listen to it. <laughs> don't be a dick. If you like, if you like throwback post hardcore, to when you were in high school, you'll love Poeta. So that's how I look at it. <laughs> it's really good stuff. Yeah, people listen to it. It's very good. I love everything that they do. I love the way they carry themselves. It's everything's high quality. All their content's good. It's definitely a band you want to get behind and you know really learn from. So. Uh, that's my two cents on, on Poeta, but yeah, I think those are all very valid reasons why you should listen to Poeta and the Limelight podcast. It's fucking fantastic. Yes. I have very good opinions. <laughs> my opinion that's what is I like, that's what I better like to than, think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His opinion trumps everybody's. Um, no, no. No, it does. Um, yeah, shut <laughs> up. Uh, so anyways, on to my next question. Why is music important to you? Dude. Oh, my God. I, I, I got to take an hour to, to talk this all out now. Um, I you going to say I got to take an Adderall. I got to fucking need to focus. focus. I need to focus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, focus, 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 focus. Um, Wait, let me let dude. you in on a little secret. I uh, I took some pre-workout before this. <laughs> oh, so you're all energized up and shit? Like, so Just we to could stay really awake. A, <laughs> we could go on a marathon, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, so what was the question again, real quick? Why is music important to you? Music is important to me because I feel like it's one of the only, if not... Uh, one of the few universal languages that can really connect us as humans. And I don't want to be all like, you know, weird about that concept, but it's like, there's so much that music can do uh, like with uh, therapeutic ways and um, to connect one another with how we, you know, feel with the lyrics or the, or the aggression of the music or whatever. But I'm in it because it technically saves lives a lot of the time. Um, people connect to an artist or a genre and they kind of relate that to their everyday life. So, um, I always wanted to get into it because I, my, my number one band of all time is my chemical romance and they are a family and that's what I wanted to be in a band is I wanted to be in a family, uh, which I have that thankfully now after fucking, you know, 13 years of plus of trying to be in this industry full time. Um, and their music kind of like saved my life and I could relate to it. And uh, I would like to do the same. So music in general is just like, I just love it because of how it connects us universally. Like without without even having a conversation between two people, like, like a lot of the times you can feel the same thing from one song when you actually 
take it and dissect it and listen to it. So this is how I this is how I go about my life with music. I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah, I'm so addicted to it. No, I I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I, I've been to a lot of you know shows since I've um gotten out of you know like school and all that, and I've lived in I've been fortunate enough to live in a city where you know a lot of uh, shows roll through, and uh, I feel like every show you know I, I like connect with somebody there that like we don't speak a word we're like busy singing or we're busy moshing but like you connect and at the end you're just like dude great show like you dap them up and you go your separate ways but you're like you're like man we i i don't know anything about that person we we have we may not have anything in common besides like in this music but you know we took an hour hour or two out of our day and like we just connected and like that's sick i remember having my arm around some dude while we were the only two singing for this one opening band that we knew. And like, I didn't even get that guy's name. <laughs> like, uh, no like, way. That's so that's, crazy though. That's like, how music connects you. I still have a video somewhere of us. Like so one of my friends took it. Cause they're like, look at these two freaks out here. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it, it really does create a, um, you know, connection between people that I think exists outside of just normal, I don't know, human conversation. Yeah. It's an escape. Like going to a local show like that. Like when I saw you guys play in Philadelphia, like there are some people like me there that I, you know, I, that's an escape for me. Like I just want to go hang out with individuals who, you know, enjoy well-rounded music and I want to hear new music. I want to discover, I want to talk to people about it. It's an escape gets you out of the reality a little bit depending on the context but probably nine times out of ten um especially like where where we are as a band right now i would probably rather do like a basement show where it's you know packed and crowded and sweaty and everybody's there just for the music regardless of whatever they don't know any of the you know they maybe know one band on the list that night um i would rather take that then, you know, maybe opening for like a, a bigger band where we just go up on stage, the crowd just stands there, nobody knows us, nobody does anything, and like you just kind of play your 30 minutes and get off. And like, yep. you know, no real like interaction. Obviously, that's probably that probably puts you in a more marketable position, and like, you know, you may get a little bit more of a following out of that, but I would rather do a basement show because for what we're doing, I want to enjoy playing music live. That's that's my that's my like ideal scenario. It's just like hanging out with people who could be your friends. Yeah, absolutely. And you make future friendships throughout the like the way of touring and all that such. And like I I kind of agree with you because like if I was in a basement show for like Weekender, which we're trying to work on right now with Paletta, what makes sense? Um, I I want to play in front of these people who are there to discover new music. They're there. There's a reason that they're there, and the reason is because they want to discover new music. Like a lot of times, like you can take a, a massive, you know, majority of the room when you open up for a bigger band, they're there to specifically see them. So it's like, um, I mean, you showcase yourself for a half hour and that's your first impression for all those people, which is great and stuff. But I mean, it's, it's more so like, and it's, it's a good marketing opportunity. You will definitely grab a few heads that will probably like you or maybe the whole room, who knows, depends on the context, like you said, but, um, you know, a lot of people are there to see that band. So that's what they yeah. care about. So I, I'd rather <laughs> be at the underground like, show yeah. where it's like everybody's there to see every band. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, I paid my five bucks. Like, I'm I'm gonna enjoy myself. Brought my twelve pack. 
Crack and bruise <laughs> yeah. with the boys. And it's BYOB. You don't have to pay like 12 bucks a drink. I, I think that's ideal. Why, why don't we just stop doing big venue shows and just do basements for now on? Seriously. Seriously. I, see it, Green I don't Day think in there's that many. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there's, have you ever seen the footage of uh, of uh, Chiodos playing house shows like way back no. in like the mid 2000s? They are That's the sickest nuts. videos I've ever, like literally in a living room, like move the furniture, you know, you can see the kitchen, like fridge and shit and someone's filming, but it's like 50 to, you know, plus people just raging to Chiodos. Like, Dude, it's so that's sick. wild. I, it's so sick. I'm not sure because I feel like that's a big, uh, sort of, how would I put this? Western, Western East coast. So like, kind of mm-hmm. like you know, Pennsylvania, maybe like West Virginia, sort of that and Midwest, you'll get a lot of sort of house shows and stuff. And like, it's very conducive. Like the culture there's aw- I feel like the music culture in like the Midwest also just feel, I mean, Philly has a great scene too. Philly, Scranton, Pittsburgh, all have, all are known to have good music scenes. And then that in like the Midwest, um, you can have a house show and like people will show up like, deep too and like that's amazing i i just recently saw a video of against me playing a house show in kentucky in like 2002 oh, and they were just like yeah we just played like warp tour in florida two days ago and now we're here in kentucky in like steve's house and like <laughs> people showed out <laughs> so fucking badass like like to to go from there to you know kentucky but still be able to have like a quality show is just so awesome. I I just I, if I can play and tour every day for the rest of my life, I I would like immediately. Yeah. That's that's all I want to do. My first weekender was with We Were Sharks up in Canada with Poeta. Are you kidding me, dude? No. I did not want to go home. I did not want to go home. I did wow. not want to go home. They hosted us there, and like I had the best time of my life. That and that's that is literally how we became best friends. Was was playing that show. We you know I brought my drum set. I let Will use it. Will shit his pants on stage, dude. It was the best time I've ever had <laughs> in my entire experience of playing shows like that. You know, I I I would do it all over again. I was so just cool. talking to Jason about you because he I just like... DM'd me and he was talking about yeah. you. dude i am um it's it's just so wild to me because i'm i'm i feel like i've i've made a good connection with him and like we're we're friends and all that but um it's just it it's like mind-boggling to me because i'll I'll like tell my girlfriend i'm like yo i'm like talking to the guitarist of we were sharks like this is we were sharks if what makes sense probably wouldn't exist without we were sharks and here's why i may have told this story before but New Year's Eve 2019, uh, well, yeah, the New Year's Eve for 2020, so December 31st, Correct. 2019, um, I was at, right before the world ended, <laughs> I, I, was at, I was at my friend Mike's house, and um, it got to the hour of the night where Aaron goes, hey, I've had a few drinks, why don't we change from my regular party playlist to the one I actually listen to, <laughs> and so I played probably like three we were shark songs in a row like hotel beds i mean that's just a Ugh. banger july is whole... one of my favorite songs by them um that was probably the two that i played lost so, touch was such a great follow-up album for them what a good album and a very incredible album 
That is an amazing album. That should go in the National Archives. It's so good. It I know should, the Canadian, so. but it should go in the U.S. <laughs> National Archives. But um, so Avery's like, dude, you know we were sharks. I was like, yeah, I thought they were like a pretty big deal. He's like, I mean, like they are, but like, how do you know about them? I'm like, I don't know. I've just been listening to them for a while. He's like, dude, that's sick. And then so the next day, I got asked to join the band. So like, wow, I wouldn't have been a part of the band. Yeah, so maybe I should rephrase that. Not that what makes sense wouldn't have been a band, but I wouldn't have been a part of the band probably without Weaver Sharks. For real, you never know. That's so incredible. They're very important to us, and and um, it's just like, yeah, I, Jason is just. I think we're on the same wa- same wavelength. We're just like, I guess there's there's no other way to put it, but like silly, like. <laughs> oh, just, dude, you two definitely yeah. have the best like sense of humor. That makes sense now that I'm thinking about it. When we were fucking in Canada and we were touring, it was like day two or day three out of the four, and he got fucking wasted after the set because there was like a couple <laughs> bands that would go on, and he like jumped up on the fucking uh, booth that we were in where we were selling our merch, and he was pointing at our our tour guy. He was like a bass player. He wasn't part of the band, but our bass player got kicked out of Canada. But uh, he was like, Trump's going to be your president. Trump's going to be your president. You're <laughs> fucked. You're fucked. Just screaming. I was like, oh, my God. Like, why is he fucking so all hyped up? Dude, I was pissing myself. I was like, get That's him, That's amazing. Get him. Yeah, yeah. dude. But, very like, funny. If I, if we, if what makes sense plays at least one show with We Were Sharks and I immediately die after the set, I will die a happy man. <laughs> like that's that's just kind of like like a dream setup they've i think their last album just like rocketed them to a new level they deserve way much more but i feel like they at least attained a level of um you know popularity that they have very long deserved with that new album it was so good it was well produced it was well thought out the release schedule was amazing it was perfect the um all the visual stuff they did they did a lot of um live streams it was all like all perfect like that's the way music should be released like that was so good yeah they did a perfect run with it like i definitely get rock hard when i listen to this album um it's yeah. just i i couldn't like they just upped their game again after lost touch so i was like i was like, I was like a lot like, of bands do can't do really that? do that like yeah, that's what i'm saying like that? a lot of bands can't do that sometimes they get into like a creative rut and it sounds like the last album or something but they yeah. really fucking up their game there was no um, sophomore slump there's no junior slump like they no. just keep getting better no the, the, and i mean that's a band that i want to that's what we should manifest on what makes sense poeta we were sharks and then like have like <laughs> one other staple one other staple band like like Knuckle calling Puck. all captains or youth <laughs> or something yeah or knuckle Puck, dude oh like, youth just would a, be sick a gritty fucking pop punk tour. Just a gritty yeah. pop punk tour. It's, that's all we are. That's all these bands are is grit pop punk. So, God. So, you know they don't what? sell menthols in Canada because I had to bring out. some over for Colin. Yeah, I had to bring some over. I had to bring a carton over for Colin. He's like, dude, can you bring me over a were carton? You like, uh, were you like afraid when you brought them over? Were you like, will they capture me? No, they said that. Um, is it you can be you in possession bring of them? carton over. Really? Yeah, you can't bring. There's like a, a quantity that you can't not take into Canada, but I did. That they were fine with it. I mean, personal use. You know what yeah. I mean? But that was like the whole um, like jewel pod thing. Is like you can't. Like I think in in New York it happened. Uh, I lived in Jersey 
last year and like you could still i mean jersey you can buy anything uh you could buy mm-hmm. rhinoceros if you needed to but like for <laughs> fucking new york they stopped selling flavored jewel pods i think so but you could be in possession of it it wasn't like you know legal or anything you just couldn't buy it in new york so like you carried over you know smuggle it in from new jersey <laughs> i don't use Basically, them personally but but i was like this is so interesting to me <laughs> it's like a drug you know it's i mean yeah, For real. yeah it is but they're acting like it's, that it's shit. A, what's that like a class a drug or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly like i get it that shit tastes like candy sometimes so and like like i tried <laughs> quitting smoking i tried quitting smoking and I'll stick to the acoustic cigs. I want to go back to digital. But the fucking <laughs> the fact Bluetooth that cigs. um these <laughs> I say that shit all the time. People are like, You're so fucking corny. <laughs> That's but <hilarious>. um, <laughs> But the fact that like it tastes so good and it, it kind of fucked with my heart rate a little bit. Cause like you can inhale really? like, you can like have an intake as much as you want and it won't bother you. But the cigarettes That's like you true. can't smoke three fucking cigarettes in a row, you're gonna throw the fuck up. So no. it's like and the kids were smoking, and I'm like, dude, this is so dumb. Yeah, like <laughs> so, no. <laughs> <laughs> like no like, like but also like i smoke cigarettes school. so it's like also no it's like what are we yeah, doing yeah 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 like who who are you to tell me that i <laughs> that i Such can't smoke my jewel when i'm 10 years old <laughs> this is why <laughs> this is why people shouldn't fucking listen to my opinions <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's valid but they should listen to my music opinions <laughs> yeah. yes and they should listen to your music in general too um, so I've, you know what? I actually like this new structure. Give him, give three questions to my guests and we were able to like riff off of it. I actually, I actually like this new, you know what, George, I think you just helped me pioneer a new way that we're going to run the, uh, nonsense Let's go. podcast. So Let's I really go, but like But they're this. so open-ended. They're very open-ended questions. So like, that's you how I like to keep it, it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I've been told. And this is because I used to work in sales and it was just like, never ask a yes or no question because otherwise the conversation is going to end right there and you're not going to get anywhere. That is true. And usually the answer is going to be no if you're in sales. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's how it goes. Um, But yeah, I'll, I'll get to the last question because uh, I'm interested to, to hear what um your answer is because this is, I feel like it's becoming a, a, important part of your it definitely is important part of your life it's not becoming it is an important part of your life but mm-hmm. um you know who have you listened to the most recently who has really kind of shook you up and has impressed shook you me up as in like a shock factor like, like like wow like this is some music that i've been waiting a while to find hmm good thing i have my spotify pulled up yes let's go <laughs> because there's a lot um that i have been listening to um the new style of metalcore has been very interesting to me i'm glad that it's evolving i kind of have a very very deep love for metalcore i don't really promote it that much because i don't think that's what my fans like so that's Mm -hmm. fine but um like landmarks released lost in the waves last year it made it on my top 10 and they very like between them and spirit box and spirit box was number one with eternal blue like they diversified their whole albums and like that is what made me so engaged to their music entirely because it wasn't like the 
I want to say like the 2010 to 2014 mm. or 15 metalcore where it was like crazy rift after crazy rift after crazy structured breakdown. Like it was all structured the same, but like it was yeah. still cool, but it wasn't anything that would like stick out. Um, But metalcore, I, I, I love the whole evolution of metalcore. So like Spirit Box, Landmarks, uh, Fox Era blew me out of the water, dude, with Michael um, Swank, I think it is from Micah Relocate prior. Now he's in this band called Fox Era. So incredible. Um, which was funny because I told him on the podcast, I was like, I, I told him, I was like, wow, this is so good. And then I like listened to his vocals. And I said, I feel bad for the vocals because they're going to like pin his uh, vocals to him. But I didn't know it was him. And I was like, oh shit, it is the dude from Micah Relocate. <laughs> so he was like, oh, oh. dude, that's so funny. And I was like, Bro, like I was if if it wasn't you and it was somebody else, th- that's all people would say. It's like you sound yeah. like this dude from this band. So crazy. But yeah, they're they're definitely changing the game in the metalcore era. Um Spirit Box, Landmarks, uh Fox Air is obviously post hardcore. Um I'm stoked to see what Dayseeker is coming up with next. I have a huge yeah. addiction to sleep talk. Um But yeah, it's been very interesting. Um because pop punk for me, all the stuff I've been listening to is you know that's my go-to um there i haven't seen too much of a different vibe from it like the only ones that mm-hmm. really stuck out to me was like magnolia park like pacific youth found which is youth found is really pop punk it's emo in a way um so it's just it's not it's evolving but it's slowly but there's still a lot of the same um structured yeah. pop punk songs when they come my way and through the submissions and i'm just like oh okay like it's good like I'll put it on the playlist, but it's just not going to stick out, unfortunately. But metal, these metalcore bands are really doing something for themselves around this time. Yeah, I've I've tried to listen to a few pop punk playlists recently, and it was just nothing necessarily like piqued my fancy. Um, so I I kind of went out and did some you know independent research and just like looked around, see what bands are kind of um at like the cusp of like popping off. Like there and and I like that because there's you know, these bands that are just like way undercredited for the work that they do. One of the bands I've been addicted to recently is Rematch. They're so good. I know you have them on a few of their play on a few of your playlists. Um, but I never really listened to them before for whatever reason. I don't think I just like came across their music that much. Uh I know Avery from my band showed me them a little bit and that was kind of my introduction. And then like every single day when I go to the gym, I've been listening to them. Like they're, they don't write bad songs. That's the thing. They don't have a bad song on Spotify now. Like there is, it's all really good. And they released, I I guess it's technically an EP, but like it was, I think like six or seven songs, which is like very respectable. All of them are good. And so like definitely shout out to those guys. Uh, I would 110% love to play a show if we ever make a, make it out to the midwest with them because fuck like that's a band that uh has evolved a you know kind of traditional pop punk sound into Mm -hmm. very like modern and listenable and digestible for you know a a digital age with adhd (laughs) (laughs) yeah because people i mean you have i I think it's like what i think we like lost some milliseconds as the years go by with like probably, the whole yeah. pandemic and everything and mm-hmm. especially because of the tiktok addiction so it probably went from like three seconds to 2.3 seconds but yeah um yeah they don't have an album they have 
an EP released out in 2018 mm-hmm. and 2020, and then the rest are singles. And that's pretty incredible for someone with putting out, you know, banger after banger. And like that, they, they came through my submissions, and I was stoked. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm like easily putting this on the playlist. So um, that's a band I, I feel in my bad. mind that should be as big as like who would I uh, who would I compare him to? Um. I don't know. I think they should be as big as like midfield and all that. They're kind of like halfway yeah. there. Um, Chief State, maybe. Chief State, exactly. There we go. That's a that's a good comparison. Like all the mutant league bands, I think rematch yes. deserves a place in there. Um, just excellent songwriting. It's catchy, uh, and also the production is amazing. I was like, I gotta look up their producer. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Um, He's uh, out in like the you know Chicago, so I was like, all right, that's not gonna happen, maybe, but but like, <laughs> wow, like he's really good, you know. Yeah, it's rare to find those people too, um, that are like very unknown in the producer world, and such. Um, I, it's that's what I try to tell bands, like if they're if they ask me certain questions, like what do you suggest? I'm like, I suggest finding a producer who would like be there for the long term. Or, or like yes. that will you'll experiment with you like find that producer who will like be another band member so because it goes a long way with um with that like it's working for goalkeeper so it's mm-hmm. like you know yeah, they, they they're go going with, to uh, um, nick nick from man mm-hmm. overboard yep and it's working and uh they've worked with um will from cartel i think his name is yeah will from cartel um oh uh Born for soup who mastered their track? Uh, it was, um, oh God, what's his name from Neck Deep? Ben's brother. Uh, I'm so bad with band names. That, Seb. Um, Seb Barlow. Seb Barlow okay. mastered, I think, um, mastered their most recent EP. That's why they it sounds killed so it fucking good. Neck Deep, they yeah. killed it too. They didn't even have to sing the lyrics. People were doing it for them. Really? <laughs> did, yeah, uh, it was crazy. Did Heart it's Attack been a while Man since I've seen that. Them? Yeah. And I just got there to see him. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, Heart Attack Man is, uh, is it Derek? I think his name is. What's his name? The lead singer. Something like that. Maybe Eugene or something. I don't know. But, um, but he's fucking. He is a marketing genius. I'm like, yeah, he is. I, I followed him on TikTok because I was like, I need to study this man. Um, even outside of music, if you heard their whole like beanie story, where he ended up like. <laughs> His beanie ended up getting up to like a value of like two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something insane, or maybe it's like twenty five thousand dollars on eBay, just because he had, he had his friends bid up on it at first, and then it caught fire and people started like bidding up on just like an orange beanie. So that's why they do orange beanies now, like the hunting color beanies, because, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Well, so eBay was like. Because on eBay, you can bid up without paying. You're not held to anything like that. Correct. So, you know, eBay was like, we're sorry you missed out on your, you know, thousands of dollars. But, like, you know, we feel bad that, you know, the platform has kind of fallen short in that regard. So we'll give you, like, they gave him, like, 200 or, like, 500 bucks for that. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something he's, to put he's back like into a, the system. He's a marketing genius. They had a song go viral on TikTok. Um, yeah, they've had two year. songs go viral on on TikTok pretty much, but I know Leap Year like really took off, and um, like 
you know, he's he's somebody who has figured it out how to use these new instruments, you know, in a practical way for bands. They're like a new offspring for me, like I lyrically. Like I I like um not lyrically, but like as the vocalist like puts out his vocals, like I do he just kind of sounds like offspring a little bit. I can like oh, hear yeah. the They do layer the vocals in a similar way as producer does. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that. No, they're so not George We are coming up on time. It's that time of the podcast, so I figured I think a new way to ring in the new year that I'm actually interested to see how this goes for all my guests. If you could just leave everybody with one party thought or word or phrase, does not matter what it is. Anything doesn't even have to be music related. Now is your time. Um, well, I can't use create culture because that's what I've been talking about. <laughs> um, we could, but we I would could. definitely, yeah, I we could. I I'd say create culture. I'll we'll give that a uh, a special shout out. Um, create and culture. I would trademark. say like, <laughs> right? I should. I should get into that. That and limelight. But I think I think the one thing that I would have to do is just take constructive criticism. Because without that, you're never going to grow as an artist. Um, I see people really not change up what they're doing. Like, if you're making content and you know it's, like, kind of not working engagement-wise, like, try to change it up a bit. Try to do something different. Um, but, you know, be humble and just, just you know, be, be a constructive criticism to not only yourself but to others. So, that's it. That's how I learned, yeah. you know. And I failed so many times more than I success like succeeded. So you just gotta spoken trial like and a error, true, baby. Trial and error. Spoken like a like a, a true man with eighty two thousand followers That's on TikTok. Are you fucking kidding me? In a year. In a year. <laughs> In a That's year, insane. dude. It'll be a year on twenty eighth. It's crazy. That's ridiculous. All right, dude. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on this episode. You're the first one back. Like this is the the new reborn nonsense podcast. How's it feel? It's evolving. I love it. I'm honored and yeah. thankful for you to put me on this. Like this, I, I love doing this stuff, man. Like, I've, and I've I can't wait to like just share it. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, this was this is fun. I could do this all day. You want to do a second one or a third one? Let me know. You know what I mean? We'll do four. How about that? I think that's a good number. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do four. I could do all that. Right. Awesome, man. Well, you have a good night. Good talking to you. You too, brother. Take care.